get two on you. One, two. Big two. So, our apologies to Coach Deshaun Jackson is not being able to come, but another coach, his name is Julio Garcia, is coming today, and he will be talking about the draft with us. So, I am sending him the link. He's joining shortly. And today we're talking about the 2020 draft preview. So, I mean, here, I mean, obviously, NBA today. And we will be doing a lottery. And we, we're we not going to do a lottery. But I mean, what do you think about the Knicks' chances? And who do you love the best to have? So I'm going to start off by saying Knicks. That they need a point guard. And I think they need someone. And one of the reasons that they're looking to trade Chris to get Chris Paul is because they need someone to lead. They don't have a leader right I now. I, to re- Mentor. I, don't think, okay. I don't think Chris Paul is, in my opinion, the Knicks don't need him, and I wouldn't want him because even though he's a veteran, no, but he's really showing leadership, yeah, and they Paul's need going to become like a Hello? five seat. Hello. Hello, Coach. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having hey, me. How are you? Thank you I'm for good, coming. Good, thank you. But the Knicks need a point guard. I mean, they need a leadership for RJ. Coach, Barrett. we're talking That's about we're talking here. about if Chris Paul would be a good fit for the Knicks. I don't think so. Jack thinks so. I think they they could turn RJ into a great leadership point guard. But then, if you have CPC, they need like, someone to. We're mentor. gonna make the playoffs, but we're not gonna get a lottery pick. So, like, we're gonna be like one of those teams. Like, like we're gonna be like the Magic. But but if you're saying that with Chris Paul it would uh you would make the playoffs then that would mean that he's a good fit no he would make you guys better but I don't think so because I don't think he's I don't think I think he's gonna treat like the young players badly and then like R J Barrett's gonna have like a bad career because of like Chris Paul well well there's evidence I... right now if you look at it with um with uh S G A what he's done with the Thunder I guess you're right but then. Chris Paul, I don't think, wants to play in New York. Well, that's that's a different question. All right, but thinking about fit, you know, he's, he's the type of point guard that will fit anywhere, in my opinion. He could be a very good leadership guy for R.J. Barrett because I think they could turn R.J. Barrett into like a good shooting point guard. Yeah, that's probably true, though. Well, who do you think? Let's turn back to the topic. Who would be a good fit for the Knicks in this year's Mikey draft? Williams. I'm saying they could pick them for. I I I think they're gonna try to go for Lamelo. I Lamella. want a big man. I don't want. I, I don't want. I like Lamelo. I, I like Lamelo a lot. I don't like Lamelo because personally, I'm a Knicks fan, and the Knicks. Uh, if we get Lamelo, we're gonna have to be surrounded with all the drama about Lavar, and then Lavar is gonna be like, I could beat Michael. And I don't think I want that. And then, like, Dolan's going to play LeVar from the stadium. And then, like, it's going to be, like, a mess. That, that, that's, well, that's, like, one of the predictions that you made throughout this podcast. But that's, like, the one of the dumb, dumb predictions. They, they, that actually true because if you're going to have a ball on your team, you're risking his... LeVar, and that's why I don't want LeVar. 
I'm... But I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, really true, at least now anymore. You know, I feel like in the beginning, yes, that was a big deal. But, um, you know, I, I feel like LeVar has kind of toned it down a bit, you know, and Lonzo has shown that he's gotten better. Yeah, but Lonzo's and I... in New Orleans now. Like, when he was with LeBron, he's got LeBron... a good duo. Yeah, but I think he learned that when Lonzo played with LeBron because LeBron doesn't want him to act crazy. So that's like, I think one of the conditions was if LeVar acts crazy, that's why I didn't want, that's why. I don't don't know. I think uh, if we're talking just ball players, LaMelo's right at the top of this draft. I think if he's not number one, he's top three. Okay, so let's switch gears. If the if 
uh, the NBA Finals goes to seven games. Do you think that, uh, say, I think Avery Bradley is one of the free agents on the Lakers. Say it's the Lakers, Bucks, and like, say it's the Finals are teams with barely any free agents. Like, are they going to start, like, how in the Finals to free agency? Um, I I saw something about it, but I'm not sure of the schedule. Because it, it's really, you know, it might start pretty soon after, you know, because they want to get the next season started. Yeah. But either either way, you know, some of these players, they're like Bertans. There's more risk of him getting hurt and than him getting more money. news that the Knicks hired William Wesley to the advisory role. Oh, wow. That's big. Yeah. Worldwide West. Mm-hmm. And it 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 came out a couple of hours ago, but I think they signed someone too as a vice president. They're they're trying to make some moves, and hopefully to try to get some players in there. Tyler Johnson also signs with the Nets. Nets. With the Nets. Yeah, but that's not that big, but I mean, so what I think I think we should talk about. A little about the unknown person in this draft. I mean, Anthony Edwards had a great year at Georgia, but some people are saying he didn't really play against the great guys. In, in my opinion, and he I want I want the NBA to get the first overall pick so he could be a hometown hero like Bron. Like if they draft him, he went to Georgia. He's playing in Georgia, and he grew up in Georgia. And I like players like LeBron and Derrick Rose who are hometown heroes. So I would really like to see Anthony Edwards. Play that's, yeah, but that's what I was tough. talking about is, is he worthy? Because some people are saying that he, he didn't – because Georgia's a not such a big college basketball school. So one of the – some people are saying he didn't really get a, really tested in the NBA – in the – in NCAA, NCAA. He, he might have not shown that he was ready yeah. for the NBA. People are saying maybe he's not worthy yet. I think this with this class, that's going to be a big deal um, because with these one and done guys, a lot of them, the teams, all they have to you know to see of them is high school film and a, you know maybe a half a season of of um, playing in the NCAA. So being worthy of it is going to be tough. You know, we've had some number one picks that, you know, had one good year as opposed to some of these guys. They've been on the map for a while. So, you know, Anthony Edwards, Jason, uh, what is it, James Weissman. Like these guys, they know about them because they've done well. Well, Cole Anthony, yeah, he, he played a bit more. Um, then these guys like Weissman was was uh was suspended and Edwards you just didn't see on TV a lot but I think some of these yeah. guys got got a lot of games. I like so I like the I, guy from Kentucky, Maxi Tyrese Maxi. The yeah, yeah. Maxi, he's supposed now to be personally I'm a UNC top 10, fan, but so I'm gonna be a bit biased and say Cole Anthony deserves to be the first overall pick. Oh so no, he's not going number one. <laughs> No way. That's it could happen. I have a question for both of you guys. What do you guys – who do you think the top position the Knicks need? Well, I'm going to go out and say I personally think the Knicks should take a point guard, and I think if they land in like five, six spot, Cole Anthony 
could be the guy because I don't see LaMelo or Anthony Edwards because Anthony Edwards is pretty tall. But I think they need a point guard, and I think if they drop back to five and six, they should take Cole Anthony. I like I like the idea of them getting a point guard. Um, Cole Anthony, I think, might be more of a scorer, and they need somebody that's more a distributor to work with RJ. So I would say either a point guard to do that, or a wing to you know to that can score to take some of that away, so that RJ can actually you know learn to be a point guard and score when he needs to. Well, do you, well, I do you think RJ is gonna be a pure point guard or like a Steph Curry no. Iverson? Not, not even. I don't think he'll be a Steph Curry Iverson. He's, uh, I mean, he's a lot bigger, so he'll be more. You know, he'll be a. Uh, if you guys remember, like a Sean Livingston or something oh, yeah, like Sean, that, where he's so saying, bigger, so a saying, bigger point guard. So you're saying like RJ won't be like solid player. No, what do you mean? No, like, do yeah, you think he's gonna be like a Hall of Famer. Sean Sean Livingston was solid until he got hurt, and then he just became a, a very good role player. Like, do you think? You know, I think R J has a lot of potential, but I can't go Hall of Famer right now. I think he's just uh, he's learning the ropes, and especially in New York, it's a tough place to make mistakes. Do you think he's an all? Do you think he's all rookie team this year, R J? All rookie. Let me see. I think. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, first, I had to make sure. First but yeah. team or second team? That's the that's the tough part. Probably second team. Yeah. Because yeah, Zion, Zion comes in late, uh, yep. And probably you have Tyler Hero up there. You, you got, think- um, you got, yep, you got Ja. Okay, so now that we're talking about all rookie teams, Let's make our all-rookie, all-defense, and all-NBA teams right now. So, I'm going to go with my guards <laughs> on the all-rookie first team. Kobe White and RJ Bear. Uh, Kobe White and John Morant. With my forward, I'm going to put Zion and Rui Hachimura. And with my big man, who's a big man in this? Who was the big man that was drafted? Moro was a big man. Oh, yeah, we put Rui at the big then. And then. And then who's a power? Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. And then the second team, I'll probably have RJ throwing Darius Garland. And, yeah, Garland definitely showed some potential this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, he did. He's, he's got, I mean, there's like two or three guards on that team, so it's going to yeah. be tough, but he's, yeah, he's but, good. Yeah, but- Yeah, I'm um, I think you might have uh, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn, that's who I was thinking. Wait, and the, Brandon Clark on the, the on the Grizzlies. Who's the third? Clark. Who's the third guard on Cleveland? It's Sexton, Garland, and C.D. Osman, Kevin Love. No guard, guard. Oh, I'm sure that guard. I think John Morant. I would have Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Kane, Kevin. Don Kevin. Nunn. Kevin Porter Jr. is the guy I was thinking about. Yeah, I think I'd have Kendrick Nunn. Kane, um, Kane Nunn's not. Kane Kobe Nunn's White. First team. No, I'm saying second team. I think RJ. I'm just yeah, rating. I agree. I think these. No, I'm saying I'm just making, just, just saying like rookies who should be on. 
I think Hachimara, Hero, mm-hmm. Brandon Clark, definitely. Not Hero. I think DeAndre Hunter could sneak his way through, maybe. But I think I think my my sleeper would be Eric Pascal. Oh, that's a good one. He had he was having a good year. With oh the yeah, Warriors. Eric Pascal. Yeah. yeah. But who do you think? Not a rookie, but like in their like late, like who do you think has the most potential in the NBA? Uh, what do you mean, like a like a young guy? You no, gotta give me like how guy. many years? Any guy, it could be any guy. I mean, right off the top, I would say Luca probably. I would disagree and say Giannis because I think Giannis is solid, but I think he could step it up and take it to the next level. Honestly, what, well, I what's think that Giannis next level. What's the potential for the next? Being able to shoot threes and being an outside shooter because he like once LeBron was able to take that to the next level. That's when he became an all-time great, and he could shoot. But I think until Giannis, Giannis become next LeBron, but I'm not saying LeBron skill-wise. I'm saying when LeBron leaves the league, I think Giannis is going to be the next leader of the NBA, like LeBron is now. I do not. Hmm. Who do you think will be the next leader when LeBron leaves? Who will be the best player when LeBron leaves? I think Giannis. Uh, for me, it depends on how KD comes back from injury. Yeah, I think it kind of showed me when I talked about when we when it when he tore his ACL twice. I mean, coming back his first game and touring his ACL is kind of a signal. <clears throat> his career is coming to an end. Kevin Durant. No, well the the. The first one supposedly was a strain. The second one was the Achilles. Kevin Durant. I mean, his Achilles twice. No, once. Once, yeah. Once, but the fir- injury before that. Right. The first one was a strain. The, the second one was the. And in the first, and in the first game, that he comes back, he gets injured. I don't like that sign. You're saying that that's a sign that he's going to be getting injured more often. I disagree with that. No doubt. Is that what you're saying, Jack? Jack, yeah. I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. 2013, KD got injured for the year. The ne- 2015, the next, then the next year they make it to the conference finals, game seven, three and nine Warriors. Yeah, the thing uh, the thing with me is Kevin Durant's game isn't built, you know, on intrigue. so much, you know, athleticism and having to jump over everybody. He's just a seven footer that can shoot from anywhere, you know. So that those skills don't necessarily go away with not being as athletic. He doesn't have to, you know, jump, you know, off the or you know high off the floor to get his jump shot off. So those things, depending on you know his conditioning and everything else, I think he has a shot to come back and at least you know, be in the running for that, you know, best player in the league. You still got Kawhi, who I think, you know, on both ends and on the other floor is, you know, he's dominant. And then, like I said, Luca, I think in the next couple of years, he's going to make a huge jump that like, you know, there's not, but there's not Luka, a lot of space for Luka some of these guys to take that jump. But Luca mm-hmm. apparently he went out there on Twitter and tweeted, I hate the NBA not handling it well. So do you think that's a sign of him going back to Europe within the future? No. No way. No, I, uh, no, he wouldn't have. If he, I mean, he's already here and he's already dominating. And I don't think that it makes sense to leave. But 
Maybe he doesn't like the league. Maybe he hates the league. But the NBA is a top level. Why would you, if you're if you're showing potential and playing well in the NBA, which is the top notch league, the best well, league? Well, didn't Arriva Sabon? But Arriva because because Arriva if, you're, Sabonis. if you're if you're a very skilled NBA player like Luka Doncic is, then you would want to have the best players to play against but and Arriva, prove yourself. But, but going back to Europe, he's not playing against LeBron. He's not playing against Kawhi. He's not playing against Chris Paul. He's not playing against the top-notch was... players. And if I were Luca and I had that skill, I want I would want to play against the top players. But Arriva Sabonis, he was in Russia, then he came to Portland for years. Russia, so. But that's that's a very different situation. You can't use those two because. Yeah. You know, like I told you, he came over after playing many years in Europe and then came here, and then when his career was done here, he went back. He didn't leave because he didn't want to be in the NBA. Oh, oh. That's very different as opposed to, you know, and is a different time, you know, for for uh, foreign players. But now Luca's basically taking over the league. You know, I don't think that there, it would be smart for him to leave, especially with all, you know, he's already won everything he can overseas. Yeah, I mean, I think we should talk a little about how how the, I mean, I'm going to start by talking about saying that the NBA, I mean, everyone's saying July 31st, but if you guys remember, the NBA did come out and say that they are unsure, because what about the tiebreaker, make the eighth seed? So they said then they the July 30th. So we're still unknown if it's July 31st. I'm not saying it's going to get canceled, obviously. But I'm saying that it could come. We could come to the point where we're, we're still unsure right now. I think it's going to start August 1, July 31st, around one of those. But I still think that we, we can't say July 31st is an official date. Yeah, I think that's more of like their goal. But uh, I agree with you that it's, it's very hard to get something concrete, especially with everything that's going on in the world. You can't just say that, you know, this is guaranteed going to happen. You know, there's still a chance that maybe things change and, and they're not able to start on time or, you know, you never know. Okay, so we have eight minutes to go on this podcast. So let's let's talk, wrap it up for the topic that we we were talking about the draft. Let's let's get a little mock draft. So according to what the records are, but we're not going to do teams. We're just going to do players. Who do you think will go? We'll do our top okay. five. No teams, though. Just our top five players. Who do you think will so go? One, two, three, four, five. Because we're unsure about the team. Oh, then Zach will go. Who's going first? You are, Who Coach. All right, you so, so my top five of how they're just going to go in order. Yeah. No well, teams because we're unsure yet. Okay. So I'm, I'm going LaMelo. LaMelo ball first. I'm going to go uh, James Weissman, too. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Anthony Edwards, three. 
Killian Hayes uh, from France 4. And uh, Danny, I, I forget how to pronounce his last name, Abida from Israel. I like his game. I've seen a few things. Yeah. So those will be my top five. Yeah. Okay, my top five is going to be at the one, Obi Toppin, two, LaMelo Ball, at the three, Anthony Edwards, at the four, James Wiseman, and at the five, Onieka Agongu. From USC? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start off. I think that Melo will go first, followed by Kobe Toppin at two. And I think I agree with Coach. I think Killian Hayes is worthy to go three here. And then I think James Washman at four, followed by – I think I'll I'll do a little – I think – Pick four, I would have Anthony Edwards, and then I would have the number five, Denny Avidia. Gotcha. Yeah, and then you know, just just to shout out Syracuse, you know, we we need my guy Elijah Hughes to go maybe in the lottery too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I've actually saw some of his name. I think he he has a great game. I'm sorry, I don't think he. He's yeah, go. that'll be tough, but I think but he'll I'm go right, first I round. Think- yeah, and, I, and so we have this thing called challenge, Rats, okay. Coach, which would be like who would surprise you? So who would surprise you to go first, like top twenty? To go top twenty. Mm. I mean, I think that would be it because I have. I I would say Hughes would be. I got a I got a rep for my orange guys, you know, and I think that he would have been going outside of you know the top twenty. So hopefully he has a couple good workouts and maybe he can sneak into there because he has uh he he's good height, Definitely. he's got good game to be a wing player, you know. He's just got to focus on the defense and some of his decision making. Okay, so I'm gonna say Xavier Tillman from Michigan. Nice. I think he. He's not lottery worthy, but I think it would it would I think he's worthy to go top twenty. Okay. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't, but I think he's I mean he he's shown much potential and really playing with Cassius Winston I think definitely helped his game right. out and I think that that would help him maybe push in and I think maybe Tyrese Maxey if I'm if I can add right. I think, I think I would I would pick him to go top twenty two. Okay. Lou, who would you pick? Now who do, who do I think is gonna go top? There's a challenge. Okay, flag. challenge flag. Who would surprise me to go top twenty? Would be. It would be. Uh, what's his name? Oh God, I forget his name. Tyrese. Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah. Halliburton. Yeah, Tyrese. Tyrese Halliburton. Well, I mean, I personally take a little check at the mock draft, and I mean, I was kind of shocked. I haven't really heard of this guy named Tyrese Halliburton, but I, I, I found out a couple of months ago about him in, like, the New York Post, like, first ever mock draft, and they actually had Tyrese Halliburton going to the Knicks. 
because they they didn't base it off of the records out of as of now. So they had him going number six. Yeah, he's got game. Which would kind of shock. I think I think that wasn't a bad prediction on the New York Post side, but I think he's not sixth worthy, but maybe ten, fifteen. So let's finish it off. Thank you, Coach. As he Thank had you for to go. coming. So let's finish it off. One, Big two. two. Big two. Adios. See you next time on the Big Two podcast. Tune in tomorrow. NFL episode. So tune in. It's going to be a blast. And Big Two podcast. Tune in and NFL episode tomorrow if you want to know what's going on tomorrow. Better check it out. Thank you. See you next time on the Big Two podcast.